Hello everyone, I am popping on here today to talk about the thyroid because it is a super important part of a fitness journey and losing weight and building muscle. Um, and after being in this game for a while, um, thyroid is really on my radar and it's been quite a struggle lately to get the correct thyroid labs from people. Um, so I wanted to create some explanation of what exactly labs that you need um, and how to go about correcting those labs if you do find something because it's going to make a really big difference. Um, a lot of people don't know that they are not in the optimal zone for thyroid um, because a lot of times their doctor is only going to draw a TSH um, and they do that because TSH produces your other active thyroid hormones, T4 and T3. So really, they're just kind of operating under the assumption that, well, if your TSH is normal, um, everything else is normal. But that is just not the case at all, especially if you're trying to like body recomp. You have to look at your T4 and your T3. Um, specifically your free T3 and your free T4. <laughs> Thyroid hormones are really tricky because the names are really weird and there's several different versions of them. There's the total T4 and then there's your free T4. There's your total T3 and your free T3. It's, it's like a tongue twister just saying it. So it's a super confusing topic. So I figure I really need to just like lay this out for people and make sure everyone is on the same page, why I need the labs that I do. Um, so first of all, um, the only active hormones are your free T3 and your free T4. So those, along with a TSH um, and a couple others that are debatable, but the, mainly the free T3 and the free T4 are the ones that I really need to look at in addition to TSH. And for whatever reason, I don't really know why. I'm not a doctor. I don't understand their world. It probably has to do with diagnosis codes and, and that type of thing. Um, but they don't like to draw those thyroid hormones. It's such a struggle. I've been disappointed, like I have a client, um, we're talking about thyroid, maybe she's hit a stall or a weight loss plateau or things are just not operating, maybe she's low energy, whatever the case may be. So she's, we're like, okay, let's look at your thyroid. Um, she goes to the doctor, doctor says, why do I need to draw all of these? these? These don't matter, I'm just doing a TSH. So then she comes back to me and then she's like, hey, I got my TSH drawn, so here's my, here's my labs. And I'm like, okay, these are not the ones that I asked for, and it's not no fault of her own. She doesn't know any better, but the doctors, they really just don't like drawing the labs that I need to look at in order to adequately assess your thyroid for fitness and body composition change. So it's kind of this whole like frustrating situation that I'm in. So I'm becoming less and less open to going through people's physician and more and more just kind of encouraging people like, hey, let's not do two lab draws because your doctor is not going to draw the ones that I want. Let's just 
um, go through my lab and do one blood draw. Let's get the labs that we need and just move on with our lives. <sighs> Sorry, I just had to get that off my chest. It's just been so irritating. Um, but I do want to provide some um, insight onto why these thyroid hormones are so important. Um, so first of all, there's a few different types of hypothyroid. Um, and my guess is that, you know, your typical doctor is just kind of looking for one type of hypothyroidism. That's the main one that's on their radar. And that is the type of hypothyroid where you're going to see the TSH elevated combined with a low T4. So that's kind of the classic hypothyroidism. That's really the only thing that's on their radar. But there's actually other types of hypothyroid. Um, you might have what's called a euthyroid or a low T3 syndrome. So with that type of hypothyroid, you can have low levels of T3 um, and you can have normal, maybe even elevated levels of T4 and totally normal levels of TSH or even low levels of TSH. So if you were only drawing your TSH, you would have no idea that you might be at um, euthyroid syndrome or low T3. And trust me, you're gonna wanna know your T3 value because that's the most important one for body fat loss. So if you're on a fitness journey, that's the first thing you should have drawn. Um, so that's a really important hormone. Um, after my bodybuilding show last year, I was definitely in a state of, I don't know if it's like clinical hypothyroidism, maybe it was just a little bit subclinical, but my thyroid hormones were very, very low, I'll put it that way. Um, and so as soon as I was able to get on the right supplements and the right herbs, didn't even need medication, um, just the right supplement and the right nutrients, I was able to bring my T3 um, back to the optimal zone. I'm actually not quite there yet, but I think a couple more months and my T3 will be like in the perfect zone. So I'll go over and um, I'll explain like what the optimal zone is versus like a lab normal range because there is a slight difference there as well. Um, so for your free T3, this lab value, your body is going to be functioning at its best, not just fat loss, but muscle building as well. It's gonna function best when, the, when it's in the optimal range, which is 3.3 up to 4.5 PG per ml. I don't really know what the units mean, I just know what the numbers mean. So a lot of times people will be like, um, in the twos and technically that is a normal lab value, but that's different than optimal. That's not optimized. So you still might um, struggle to lose weight or build muscle when your labs aren't optimized. So my focus is totally, I don't care what the lab normal reference says. I'm always looking at, is this person optimized? for a fitness journey. So that's what I'm heavily concerned with. Um, so similarly, for your free T4, the optimal range is gonna be a 1.0 to 1.5. Um, on the other hand, 
the lab ref range, it's going to say that you're going to be fine if you're at a 0.9 to 1.7. Um, so you can see there's like there's a, a slight difference from the lab reference range to what is optimal. And you're not going to find a lab optimal range. That's not a thing in conventional medicine. A lot of um, like functional medicine practitioners, like they'll be familiar with that. Um, I certainly am. I have a cheat sheet of all the um, optimal zones for labs. So whenever you guys send me your labs, it takes me a while. I have to look, really look at them. I look at every single analyte and I have to do a little calculation. Sometimes I'm familiar enough where I don't have to calculate every lab value. I'll be able to tell off the top of my head if it's in the optimal zone. But for the most part, I need my cheat sheet and I need to go through your labs meticulously just to make sure everything is in the optimal zone. Because that's where I catch like all the finer points of health and wellness. Um, I'm usually able to see like if a person is having gut inflammation, I can see if they're struggling with maybe like a low grade viral or bacterial infection. Um, I can see if they are like magnesium or zinc deficient, just looking at their chemistry, like their um, metabolic panel. Um, so there's all these kind of like secrets, tips and tricks and ratios when it comes to like functional medicine assessment of labs. It's super fun. It's actually fascinating. My mind is just constantly blown the more I learn about functional medicine. So uh, anyway, so thyroid. Um, so those are the optimal zones for your thyroid hormones. Um, if you in any way suspect you have a family history of Hashimoto's thyroiditis, I would highly recommend getting your antibodies drawn as well. Um, you might not even, you might not know if you are at risk for Hashimoto's or not. So sometimes it's just, if you've never had thyroid hormones drawn before, it's just a good idea to throw those in at least once in your life um, just to kind of rule it out. And um, if you have a family history, if someone in your family has it, it's, it's definitely a good idea to get it drawn. Um, because the, the nutrition recommendations are gonna be slightly different because Hashimoto's is it's an autoimmune condition. So something is attacking your thyroid um, combined with maybe perhaps nutrient deficiencies that are causing the hypothyroidness. So it's slightly different. I mean, it's essentially the same. You'll probably um, feel the, th the same. It's, you're still going to have low energy levels and, you know, all the classic symptoms, but there is a slight difference in treatment between um, Hashimoto's and then just kind of your general typical hypothyroidism. Um, so that's what the antibody draw is for. Um, so one of the things that I also like to look at in a thyroid panel, um, it may not be the absolute like most necessary, but it does create a really interesting picture. Um, there's this lab value called your reverse T3. And this for sure will never show up in a conventional um, medicine lab draw. They have no use for it, don't understand it, they would never draw it. So I mean, probably don't even bother to asking your doctor about it. Um, but I can draw this on my clients um, if they would like. So the reverse T3, um, it's kind of like 
it can be thought of as your inactive T3. So essentially, when something is going wrong in your body, like if you're super stressed out, whether that's physical stress or psychological stress, um, instead of converting thyroid hormone into your active free T3, it's going to be kind of shunted into this inactive hormone called reverse T3. So a lot of times it's good to have this drawn because, I mean, who isn't stressed out these days? And if you're on a fitness journey, working out really hard, that's going to add a lot of physical stress. Um, some other causes to have this reverse T3 elevated would be like metabolic problems like insulin resistance or elevated blood sugar. Um, that's fairly common. So if you're diabetic, pre-diabetic or um, just worried about blood sugar in general, um, this is a good one to have drawn. Increased inflammation will increase your reverse T3. Um, and then interestingly enough, other things like crash dieting <laughs> will increase that reverse T3. So yet another reason why you don't wanna be extreme with your nutrition and you certainly do not want to undereat. Um, some chronic illnesses will also cause the reverse T3 to be elevated. Um, so the reason why you don't want your reverse T3 elevated is because that's the inactive form of your T3 hormone. And remember that we really want to have a lot of T3. That's the one that you really, really, really want in the optimal zone if you're trying to change your physique. Um, so it's kind of crazy. Um, so after my bodybuilding show, I started working for this naturopath in Seattle, um, and he does muscle testing. If anyone knows what that is, um, oh my gosh, it is such a lifesaver. He really put me back together, um, after my show. Um, if you don't know what muscle testing is, that's probably going to have to be another podcast episode all in and of itself. Um, but definitely, uh, look it up, um, I don't know if Google would be the best resource for that, but it's an interesting, interesting concept. Um, so he muscle tests me to figure out which organs need support. And of course my thyroid is showing up. So um, he, we also did a lab drop and sure enough, T4, T3 were very low. Um, so he put me on a supplement. Um, it's got different nutrients in it and herbs. Um, and so I just did my second lab draw. So in the span of about three months, my T3 went out of, it was completely like not even in the optimal zone. It was all the way low, like lab low, like out of even the reference range low. Now it's almost into the optimal zone. I'm sitting at a 3.0 for my free T3. So I think a couple more months on this supplement and it's going to be in that optimal range, um, which again, the optimal range is going to be a 3.3. So that's my goal for my free T3 is to get to a 3.3. Um, that's such a tongue twister. I hope, I really hope people can follow this because um, it's a little bit technical. The thyroid hormones, like they're, <laughs> they're very hard to understand and I'm, I'm doing my best to keep it like very, very simplified yet provide like useful information because I feel like this is one area where um, 
gosh, I hate to criticize doctors, like, because we need them. I love doctors. They have such a use for acute care. Of course, we need them in our system. The only problem I have is that I feel like they're not doing clients who are looking for optimal wellness any favors. They're just, it's just not their expertise. I'll put it that way. So um, that's always kind of my struggle. I feel like the doctors aren't giving them the best information when it comes to um, the finer points of your thyroid hormones. So this short episode, I'm going to wrap things up really because um, I've said what I needed to say. Um, This is all about getting yourself into the optimal zone. Um, And then actually I did an in-body before and one week after just one week on my thyroid supplement, um, I had put on about five pounds of muscle. Now, um, if you've ever done like an in-body scan, like you know that muscle mass number, it, it bounces around depending on all kinds of things, how hard you've been working out, if you have extra water, if you've taken creatine, how much sleep you got. So I'm not saying I put on like five pounds of like absolute muscle. I just know that um, the in-body composition scan was so much better and it stayed consistently better um, as I stayed on my thyroid supplementation. So Uh, That was actually pretty surprising to me because we think of the thyroid in terms of fat loss, but not necessarily building muscle. So the thing that I noticed on my in-body, because I scan myself like every day, like sometimes twice a day, like a crazy person, um, is that muscle gain within one week was incredible. So I know, so now looking back at my prep about a year ago, I just cringe to think that like, I just wasn't taking the right supplements. Like how much better could I have looked? How much better could I have felt? Um, How much better would my workouts have been um, if I had been kind of like in that optimal zone for my thyroid? Anyway, doesn't matter. What's done is done. I'm now kind of on like a new journey. Of course, always trying to maximize muscle and lose body fat, but now I wanna do it in the healthiest way possible. And that's, of course, what I want for my clients as well. So I really wanted to put this information out there. If you have any questions about your thyroid, um, definitely send me an email, reach out. I would be happy to like talk more about it and get you connected to the right type of labs. Um, I'm partnered with a lab. They're ultra cheap. You do have to cash pay for them, but it's super cheap. Um, And I think it would just be worth it so that you're not going round and round with your doctor. um, Like he's not drawing the right ones. And then I'm saying, I'm sorry, I can't help you because these aren't the right labs that I asked for. So if you want to bypass all of that, it would be a super simple lab draw. So that's kind of my suggestion for everyone going forward, really. And if you're on a fitness journey, you absolutely must know where your thyroid hormones are at because it makes a big difference. Um, So I'm almost um, contemplating making this a requirement. I'm kind of revamping the way I do things. So in the next couple of months, you might find this is going to be like a whole new coaching program. 
I'm very concerned with optimal wellness alongside someone's fitness journey. I will never damage your metabolism just to get you lean. If you want to work with me, you're going to have to um, be okay with being optimally well as well. So if that is you, let's get connected. Let's get this going. Anyway, I hope everyone is doing well. Send me an email if you have any questions. I'll try to leave all of my contact information in these um, recording notes. All right, take care, guys.